good evening everybody thank you for tuning in to the deep team kadari podcast yes i'm really grateful for you tuning in this evening thank you yes it's yet another episode and we're going to be having a very important topic to discuss about like you've seen the topic is the silent killer now when we talk about the silent killer i know your mind would have gone far and wide thinking oh what might it be what is it is it this yeah yeah enough of the guessing it's time to unveil it actually when we talk about the silent killer we are talking about hypertension or you can also call it high blood pressure yes that's what we are talking about this evening hypertension when you look into the society you will see that a lot of things a lot of people have suffered from this issue of hypertension and why the silent killer is because this minute you see the person the next minute the person is gone and you're like i saw her a few minutes ago i saw her some hours ago i saw her yesterday i saw her in the night but unfortunately he or she is gone that is it so as you have turned in stay there because you're going to be learning something tonight thank you again Hello guys, it's your favorite podcaster here again. Welcome to another episode on the Deep Thinker Diary. I just put on my thinking cap this afternoon and I thought of a lot of things. Join us as we go on this ride, having deep conversations on deep issues of life. See you there. Today I have a guest in the house. He's no longer my co-host. Yes, I do miss my co-host actually. But I have a guest in the house. He's a farm doctor. He's going to be speaking extensively on this topic, the silent killer. He's going to enlighten us on things to do. In my earlier introduction, you know, I said that this podcast is here for us to share things, to learn, to unlearn some bad habits we've learned, just to become better versions of ourselves. And if we don't take care of our health, who will? So, sir, please can you introduce yourself to us? Good evening, everybody. I'm glad to be here. Um, I'm great, great ordinary. Thank you, sir. I'm the pharmacist. <laughs> um, and it's lovely to have me here. Oh, you're welcome, sir. I'm so glad that you actually came on that short notice and rest of that. Thank you. It's my pleasure. So, like I said, we are going to be talking on the silent killer. What is this silent killer? We are going to be talking about high bp high blood pressure which is also called hypertension we're going to be talking about that topic because when you look around you you see many people have gone young and old why because of high bp the worst part of the story is that sometimes you may even have talked to them few minutes ago or few hours ago or just sudden last night and the next day you're like oh she's gone oh he's gone what happened high blood pressure so what is really this high blood pressure? Like they say it's over worry and overthinking. Is it really actually over worry? Because there are many people that are over worrying themselves and are still alive. Why are some people that they barely worry and they are gone? So what is really happening? So today our fan doctor is going to be doing justice on that. So to you, sir, can you please help us like okay, explain 
that term hypertension extensively to a layman's understanding, to a learning man's understanding. Can you give us the justice to that? Okay, thank you very much. Um, I'll be giving illustrations and also definitions on how um, of the term hypertension. Mm-hmm. Now, when we refer to hypertension, um, you are referring to um, an elevated a situation, a state whereby the blood pressure when i mean blood pressure now it's the pressure at which your heart beats into the vessels so the way your pressure your, your blood beats into the vessels so it's a state when it's elevated that's it's persistently elevated every now and then i break that elevated okay, okay. <laughs> i want to explain so um every now and then we have okay. um once in a time maybe you get scared or something happens you and you are afraid your blood pressure goes up Okay. But it also comes down. So if you check at that moment, maybe you are scared, something happens, you hear a gunshot and everybody runs. If you check your blood pressure at that moment, you'll be surprised it will be high. Mm-hmm. So what we mean elevated, we mean when it's high, higher than normal. Okay. So that means there is a normal and mm-hmm. there is what we call higher than normal. Okay. So but when it's persistently that is continuously you have checked once, twice, according and you have and you are still seeing it as high, so is maintaining that high value, then you can now see ah, the doctor or the pharmacist in charge can now diagnose that person as being hypertensive. Okay, mm. okay, that is when the blood pressure is high, when it's pumping at a higher rate, I, right? Yes, okay. Yes. So what so can that make to, mm. your blood pressure to pump at a higher rate? Because you said if I'm scared, it may pump at a higher rate. And I feel that is when our heart beats faster, right? Yes. But now, even when you're not scared, mm. you are just calm on your own and it's still beating at a higher rate. What is the cause? Okay, that's a very good question as well. Okay. Um, even before I go on to that question, I would still like to explain it using um, a rubber bag. Okay. Or a very well known, what we know as uh, sachet water. You know, sachet water is elastic. The sachet itself is elastic. So when you press it, the pressure goes what increases. So there's more force. So if you are pressing, you are squeezing the um, pure water, or what we call pure water or sachet water, you are squeezing at the center, the pressure be- increases. So if you keep squeezing, you add more force, there will get a time, there will be a time where it will burst. So yeah. that's what we know as that's a very good scenario to explain hypertension. So at that point where you are squeezing it, that's where your blood vessels are. The thing that, when I mean blood vessels, I mean what's carrying the blood in your yeah. body, uh-huh. your veins and your arteries. That's yeah. what we know as blood vessels. So at that moment, so now there are different causes. There are different causes to this that will cause hypertension. Um, a lot of people say overthinking, overthinking. Well, it's not entirely true because uh, stress is only one of the factors that could cause um, hypertension. It's not a major factor. So mm. there are different... Now, um, hypertension can be either be primary or it can be secondary. Forget the big English. When we say primary, is the one that appears on its own. You were not, not sick before. There was no other sickness. It just appears. Why the secondary is the one okay due to maybe one sickness like diabetes or okay. you have any other sickness and hey it's not called kidney failure you now have hypertension so that one is secondary and it's very very 
rare compared to the primary. So the primary is what we have majorly in our society. So now this primary is what I'll be talking on majorly and it's called essential hypertension. Okay. So now there are different causes, there are different things that causes it. Yeah, majorly, one of the things we can look at is genetics. Mm. So gene, yes. How you might ask me, how does gene relate to hypertension? Yes. In your family history, if you have people around you that have hypertension, as in your immediate family, and maybe you now look at your extended family, you are seeing the number of people that have hypertension. Their number is high. That means you need to take some precautions. You have to be careful because you are likely to come down with it later in life. Or So you just need to um, take some things. You need to be aware. You need to listen very well in this podcast so that you can take the tips that will give so that you will not and you're not falling so you're not you could manage this thing very well so that you don't come down with hypertension um also you have um, environmental factors that's where stress comes in and a lot of things comes in there are other things that cause it so maybe later in this podcast we'll move on mm, thank you so much like yes. you really enlightened me like you talked about genetics so i now see one of the reasons that even someone that is not overthinking all of a sudden is already brought down by hypertension. So if someone from your lineage, like your grandmother, your mother, your great-grandmother, they had hypertension, mm. you, you have to be intentional about watching yours. Because exactly. it's no longer been until I see one... Okay, it's no longer until maybe the doctor says you have hypertension and I should be careful about exactly. it. Exactly. Okay, sure. knowing that history alone should make me to be careful about it. Yes. Mm, that is a really good point. Okay, you talked about genetics, you talked about stress, which is I think genetics, like the way you talked about it, is mm. a greater fa- factor. Yes, yes. And like you talked about other illnesses like diabetes. I see and that's the reason why a diabetic patient is mm. usually also an hypertensive patient. Yes, patient. Exactly. So they does it mean that sugar and something they they are linked together or, or there's a, there's a connection there's a link okay yes the the we are talking of the endocrine now okay. um the endocrine system i don't want to go too much yes but there's a link there's is very very high there's a very very high percentage that someone who is diabetic if it's not managed properly if the person is not managing his sugar level very properly mm. could come down with hypertension so that's why you need to manage distance properly are there symptoms like before you eventually die of it are there symptoms that when you see this thing i should know that ah hypertension is on the way or Mm. these signs of hypertension are there symptoms of hypertension yes very well they are very they are symptoms okay there are many symptoms that you have um the causes here i just gave a brief overview of the causes of hypertension so you have um, the stage you, okay. there are more just okay, <laughs> download so it there are actually more and, okay um we'll let you hear it okay please. one example now when we when i talked about environmental there okay. are several factors that fall into this group of okay. environmental factors that cause hypertension okay. now there are several we call them risk factors so what it means is that if you do these things if you if you fall into one of these categories 
the chances that you come down with hypertension if you don't take care or you don't retrace your step is high that's what it means it doesn't mean 100% you come down with hypertension but it doesn't also mean that you will not come down with hypertension but it means what it means is that the, your chances is high so you need to look at yourself again make some adjustments and then you'll be fine so one that we're going, I'm going to talk about is smoking smoking mm, to hear mm. actually. <laughs> smoking okay now when people that smoke there is hormones that no, I'm not going into details but uh, there are some hormones that are released that tighten the blood vessel mm. you know we talked about he said the, we said that the blood vessel is elastic yeah so that. when they are tightened is when you come down with hypertension so these hormones cause the blood vessel to tighten so the blood is now moving at higher pressure so that's meanwhile the blood is also move at a normal pressure of somewhere between 120 or less than 120 less than 120 uh, over 80 milligram millimeter mercury that's when they check you but now it's not moving very high smoking causes that okay. um, another very good example is alcohol consumption mm. when it's too much now it's also similar to smoking these hormones when you take too much alcohol it causes some hormones to be released now these hormones will now will cause hypertension can be linked to hypertension another link is obesity being overweight Mm. Yes, I was once saying that um, people that are overweight are very, they come down with a very high chance of coming down with hypertension, diabetes, as you have these things. So they need to be careful. Mm. They need to be careful. So when you are overweight, you could work on your weights. Yes, you could work on your weights very, very, very well. Your weights, now when we, when we talk about overweight, your height comes into play, a lot of things come into You can check later about BMI body max index that will be able to make you help you check whether you are overweight or you are underweight some people that look overweight are not actually overweight but when you check your body max index you could go good that okay it's a very simple calculation okay, please, for the sake of listeners okay um, when they check that bmi what is the normal one okay the normal range is between 18.5 to 22.5 okay so when it's higher than that you just know you're overweight, you overweight. and you work on yourself yes okay. and you work on yourself very well um you could also have um that's one of another factor that could be responsible is um lack of what exercise physical activity there are some people that they move from they move from their house to their car from their car to their office um the office is easy tight everywhere and you go back from the office to the car to the and in the office they don't basically don't do anything just write papers that lack of physical activity it, and they don't do exercise, they don't do anything that would only result in a lot of sicknesses, a lot of diseases hmm, sorry yes. to keep myself no wonder in Hollywood rich people are always having <laughs> <laughs> hypertension like you just see a rich man all of a sudden he's dead they leave debts to his family like very something true, like that no wonder i now see their point very true you are yeah, seeing some of the things that yes. like people say rich people have big diseases yes. because of this kind of so when they become rich they don't know how to do anything yeah they don't do basically anything and it's bad lack of physical activity is bad it's linked to a lot of things even diabetes we are not talking of and um, type 2 diabetes and 
is also linked lack of physical activity as well and it's also linked to being overweight then the person gains weight too over time mm. Mm. then you could also have older age this one okay. used to be the one that we used to know no. before yeah. yes but due to these other factors now you now have young people coming into or having hypertension so older age the person the more the person ages there's a higher chance of the person coming down with or being of having high blood pressure hmm. then stress like i said before is also another thing and there's one i'm, I'm going to say and it's especially us as africans and nigerians in particular okay. and we fall into this category this one is another risk factor that we must take into note and that is what having too much salt in diet okay explain sir please explain because okay. i have a friend he rarely eats any food that has no salt so um, please let me explain okay. that now many of us nigerians we put too much salt in our diet hmm. I, I left this point for the last because actually it could have been the first salt has is what we know from elemental chemistry we know that salt is what sodium chloride okay now sodium chloride has a way of drawing water mm. if you doubt me a very good explanation is find a piece of a table like find any table around you or any surface around you and put just put small amount of salt on the table before you go to work or before you leave your house in the morning that place is watery. when you come back yeah. in the evening you see that what you see what are there yeah. you see that place will be watery what happened the salt gathered the water from the atmosphere to itself and turned into water you might even see only water you might never see the salt again depending on the amount of salt you poured hmm. so that's what salt does for every amount excess amount of salt you take it also drags excess water to it so what does it imply when people take too much salt they have let me not go into the details but from what a layman could understand or what you could understand is that they have excess water in their body now imagine a can that's supposed to contain maybe a can of water that's supposed to have 50 cl you are trying to put 80 cl of water into it what do you think will happen? Yeah. It will have if it can expand, it will expand mm-hmm. until it will hear until you hear poof. Yeah. That's what happens. So that's where our blood vessels are like. So when you have too much salt, when you take too much salt, it's very, very that's why I said reduce your salt intake. Don't take too much salt. Don't put much salt as necessary because Nigerians and Africans we like spicy food. We like yeah. when there's salt in the food and we now go and put too much salt. You could also check this too. This one indomie, no dos, no dos, no dos is one big thing. One big thing that has what that could cause you taking excess salt. Check your noodles. Go to the back. Check the nutrition the nutritional information. We discover that the sodium that is there. Check the daily requirements of what you're supposed to take. There's high chance that for one noodles. When I mean noodles, I mean, okay, for example, Indomie super pack of one pack of it, you're already taking 100% of your salt requirement for that day. Oh my God. And you see boil your rice, you see it's other things. And mm. 
you don't I, some people don't even eat one. So now I can uh, eat some, three. some people eat as <laughs> much as I've heard of some people that take as much as three hungry man or three super no, pack. I don't take three hungry man. <laughs> <laughs> but I can only take two or one and a half super pack. <laughs> so meeting that I've taken today's dosage and tomorrow's day dosage in just eating in indoor. just once sitting. And then and I will breakfast and I will eat all that food. Oh other foods that day. So you see, you end up piling too much salt in your system, too much sodium in your system that is necessary. Okay, what if this is why you boil it? Mm-hmm. The indomie, like when you boil for the first, we'll boil with that mm-hmm. water, does it reduce it? Par boiling actually helps in other things okay but not necessarily so because last last most of us we end up putting the salt after the salt is in the seasoning oh oh the salt is in the seasoning the salt is in the seasoning so and we end up putting the salt afterwards so usually it's advised that you might not necessarily have to use too much like of that seasoning and while indomie noodles is good once in a while all these things we have said most of them are good but reduce it yes too much of everything is bad we know that but you have to what reduce it you have to reduce it you could take noodles once in a while so that's why when you hear people talk about noodles that noodles is not good it's not necessarily these are the reasons why these are the reasons behind it mm, thank you so you much for this exercises if I may say that because I don't say why this generation is at a greater risk of this hypertension, diabetes and the rest of that than the older generation. Very because well. growing up when I was younger, these um diseases were not very common and if an old man is brought down by hypertension, we're like, oh he's old. But now you see a child that is burdened by hypertension and I see the reason of genetics as a factor and this food because now you can if you look around that's that fast food is the order oh, of the day true. restaurants and these restaurants wants to sell and for them to sell they want their food to taste delicious spicy and the rest of that so they may go any length to just make it taste better if it has to do with adding all the sauce all the seasoning no star inside one food they mm. are ready to do it just to make you come out well True. and this is not making us be at a greater um percentage of having hypertension yes, and that true. obesity part of it i also like i'm just this teacher is already making me see a lot of things this podcast is already educating me on a lot of things and that noodles part i i feel i've been also though i don't use all the seasons before but i feel i've been also been risking myself by taking it that amount and i feel I'll go back so, it, yes so all this while we've been talking about hypertension over 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 i didn't even remember to ask okay what is the normal um on what's called tension that you, um, your blood should yes. flow what is the normal one and what is the higher one so that if they go back to check mm. When they see a particular number, they will know if that's risk or that's safe. So, okay. let's hear. That's a very good question. Okay. Now, when we talk of hypertension, we mean what? Hyper. Hyper is two words that they hyper. Hyper means sometimes higher or high. Okay. Tension. Tension is like pressure, blood pressure. So, we are talking of high blood pressure. I started with saying the word, I used the word persistent and I used the word elevated yes which i explained to me what high and what 
when it's consistent, consistent yes. Persistent means consistent. Elevated means what? Something that is high. Okay. So now the meaning is that and um, there's a normal range. Normal range is usually between depending on the age. But I will just use a very I'll use a broad range. A broad range of usually between depending on the sources you are looking at, 120. Now, okay, let me before I say this, there's what is called systolic and there's what is called diastolic. Don't bore yourself too much with so, so much information. Okay. What it means is that the in when you check your blood pressure, you see a top value and you see a bottom value. There are two okay. values there. Okay. So what I call systolic is what's called that's the top one. What we know as diastolic is the one at the bottom. Okay. Dia, that's the one down. Okay. Just use that. <laughs> okay. So now that top number you see, the one at the top that you see, is called now there's a range of between a normal range of 100 to 120. Okay. Once that's past 120, it doesn't mean you're hypertensive, but it means that you should be careful. Okay. So once it's between 120, 121 to 130, okay. it means that be careful. We call that prehypertension. Okay. So you check it, sir. Be careful. So, are you taking too much salt? You cut down on it. Your mangi inside your food, you cut down on it. Okay. I, I said seasoning before. Yeah. That seasoning in, um, in um, seasoning noodles. Yeah. You call that seasoning in food. Some people add food. You add, you added enough salt. After adding enough salt, you are still adding too much uh, mangi inside the food. Yeah. Whichever product you use. That maggi contains sodium too. The sodium chloride we are talking of. So you cut down on it. Or if you know that over, you have been overweight, you start doing exercise, things to put you and remove you from being overweight or obese into the normal weight, which I explained before. You could check your BMI. Very simple calculation to do. Um, there are even calculators out there online. So now, then the bottom value, that's the between 80 to 89 that's the normal so once it's higher than that it means that yeah we should start being careful okay Mm. okay that means the normal one is for the higher one Mm. 100 to 120 yes the lower one 80 to Mm. 89 yes somewhere between 70 to 89 89 okay you are safe and that makes it higher than these numbers Mm. you're already at the risk of Hypertension. And just give you something. Anything that makes it lower too, you also a risk of another thing. Yes, hypertension. Are you serious? I think that one is rare because actually it's, it's very rare. Okay. Very rare. okay. And it's, it's, easier, it's perhaps more dangerous than hypertension, but it's easier to manage. Okay. Mm. Okay. And for the people that are watching diabetes and hypertension, they reduce their salt, they reduce their sugar, everything. I feel. That is disease that they should watch next, the lower one. Okay, because we're talking about hypertension, I'm doctor, I really appreciate all these things. But now, before you leave, we want to talk about, okay, how can we manage it? Okay. Someone that already has it, you have spoken to us that don't have it, you have spoken to the person that is at pre, at a, like, yes. before stage. Yes. Now, what of the people that are already in that stage of life, they already have hypertension, how can they watch it that they are able to still manage it and be alive that they are not caught unawares one day and that should just just like oh we lost that Um, so how can you manage it um like the topic says hypertension is a silent killer 
but it's also not a dead sentence. Hmm. Mm. Very well. So, um, while the, the silent killer, why they call it a silent killer is because usually there are no symptoms. You do not see signs. If you are seeing signs, usually it means that there's an or we call emergency or urgency. And that means that state. If you are seeing signs, some people see some signs. They come down with some signs, like you are seeing your eyes. Your eyes are now feeling blurry, or some people feel headache, or would have damages to some so usually there are no symptoms but when you are seeing some symptoms he knows that you are, you are experiencing some symptoms you know that you have to find yourself to the lead to the nearest um, healthcare facility that you could have so because it's a silent killer there are a lot of things that could come down to you could come down with stroke you could come down with um you come down with a uh, heart failure cardiac arrest come down with a lot of things so you have to be careful so when you know now that you are hypertensive it is not a dead sentence if you manage it properly there is no reason why you could not live a very long and fulfilled life without anybody even knowing yes you don't need to know because why why are we saying that because it's very easy to manage if you follow the protocol now um usually okay we look at it as something spiritual yes um while i do not want to downplay in any way the spiritual um part of yeah but there are rules you play uh-huh. faith without work is dead yes even our, our religion says that so there are things you have to do so now when you your doctor has told you okay has diagnosed you as hypertensive what do you do first of all he would have given you what he would have given you some drugs to take take your drugs as prescribed usually hypertensive drugs are not very expensive yes actually they are not very expensive they are some of the in terms of chronic illnesses that we have out there they are some of the cheapest yes which i know what i'm saying which as low as 300 now you could get a sachet that could last you for um two weeks a month wow. yes so depending on the drug that you have been prescribed so usually there are some of the cheapest drugs out there so but when you have careless when you are being careless when you take your health carelessly some people do not take their drugs some people get to okay you are bringing your blood pressure down then they just stop they stop taking their drug and they are not taking their drug for a long time and before they take their drug again is when they now see symptoms, maybe one headache that refused to stop after they have taken paracetamol, they will now remember that they have one uh, hypertensive, hypertensive drug or antihypertensive. So it's very important that you would, you take your drugs. That's first. Now, also, so if you have not been prescribed drug, let your doctor do that for you. You prescribe your appropriate medications that they will manage your illness like you will not even know you live your life normally so then also like i said before heat eats food that are what heart healthy foods that are heart healthy when i mean heart healthy i'm talking of low salt intake yes so you reduce your salt this is why people that usually happen as you say oh you don't really eat food that has too much salt that's the reason because you need to cut down on your salt intake all those excesses you have been taking before 
now it's time to pay them so then another thing is what regular fiscal activity to exercise to make sure you could walk you could do something as simple as brisk walking for 30 minutes a day that could be enough yes because when you, i just explained um how people the cycle of some people's life how they move from their house to their office and back without even doing if you even check the calories they use that they surface you'll be shocked how small it is even a baby a child will use more than them so that's another thing and um, also you should also maintain healthy weight find all reasons to make yourself if you are obese or you overweight or even if you are underweight you find a way to make yourself um healthy uh, your weight should be healthy it should be within the normal which is what the bmi of 18.5 to 22.5 then also you should what limit your alcohol intake alcohol has a way excessive alcohol intake has a way of what causing hypertension i said what it will tighten the muscles so they cannot even cannot even expand at all so mm. you will just tighten the vessels and when these vessels tighten you have hypertension so then also your vegetables your fruits cannot be or overestimated or underestimated you cannot talk too much about it you cannot be overemphasized yes your vegetable fruits your fish yes no fat foods okay yes too much of fatty foods could have their way of what causing hypertension some people eat too much processed food fatty food mm. we talked about restaurant now it's it's not bad but yeah. limit it limit mm. it you could tell yourself okay once a month twice a month that's mm. okay but not some people just rely on restaurant food daily it's bad it's very bad and um yes red meat if you are now come if you have come down with hypertension your pharmacist or your um doctor could also tell you okay you make sure you don't take what or reduce your red meat intake yes okay. reduce the red meat eat more fish okay that's why they say that it's more fish it's less of red meat mm-hmm. and your car increase we talked about sodium sodium is yeah. not good for your heart it's not good for your vessels but that's too much of it it's not good for your vessels but increase your what potassium intake mm. very when i mean potassium very good potassium giving food is banana okay banana gives potassium so you should take more potassium mm. like i said before do not smoke reduce your smoking and also you manage your stress reducing stress because especially people that are already hypertensive stress now stress has a way of playing when you're already hypertensive so when you're already hypertensive Reduce your stress. The last but not the least, always ensure you check your blood pressure regularly. Mm. So people do not check. And it's silent. So when it was 130 before, you you they gave you some drugs and you took them and you when I later find the headache that you were feeling before stopped. Then you not check and you have had more six months, seven months, you don't know that it's already 190. Very dangerous. It's already 190 and you have not checked for months and you know the last time they told you that you had what blood pressure you had high blood pressure and you have not checked what and you end up maybe one day 
God forbid, honestly, that will not happen. And I'll be saying, devil here, devil there. So it's important that what you check your blood pressure regularly. You don't have even a small blood pressure monitor at home. A PP monitor. Very small. Doesn't cost too much. You get it and you check that weekly or as daily as the case may be. So it's also important. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate this section. And like he said, if you're already in this stage, you take your drugs, you check if it's weekly, if it's already in a chronic stage, if it's, even if it's daily, it doesn't cost you anything to check daily. That is why it's very advisable to have the machine in your house so it can be checking, so it's not take you on hours. Mm. And going back to the drug part, you, have, you really have to take your drugs. That mentality of um, God will heal me without the drugs, take it away. I'm not saying that it does, God does not work like that. Well, for you to act on that, there must be a word from God. Very true. Yes. Do you have something to say? About? I even have something to say. Okay. That. Very okay. <laughs> because uh, you have a lot of uh, Africans, especially Nigerians, that we come up and they will not take their drug. They are being very careless, and even God doesn't like careless people. Mm, so, yeah. And they will not take their drugs, and they will say God will heal them. God will heal them, and you don't even have. You don't even check your feet. Your feet is very low. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, hear from God, and God, you know, yes, God has the capability. He has the capability, and he has the power to heal everybody. Yes. But he will not heal everybody. So, what if you are part of the people that have that under the part that God does not want to heal using nice like a miracle yeah, he has only provided people yes he has provided people that actually he, he, he was the one that gave the people this intellect to actually discover this drug this medicine are for they are for your healing so now there's 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 now a very good reason why you did i don't see any good reason why you should not take your drug mm. yes so even while you are praying yes god will heal you and i believe very well yes in miracles but yes you should also take your drugs and when you take your drugs you take your drugs very well god we use that you could use that as an avenue to heal you yes so even while you are praying the drugs is not it's not against your prayer it's not anti-faith no yeah i think that is the word using drugs is not lack of faith true actually you have faith that me taking this drug i'm healed there are many people that have taken drugs and they still die that means they yes, are not taking this well. so you cannot say if I take drug, ah, I'm acting against God. Actually, no. it's faith that when you believe that, ah, I'm healed, I've prayed. When I take this drug, I will still get healed. When you hear a word from God and He will heal you without drugs, it's perfect. It's a miracle. God can do everything. Like He said, He has a capability, not just a capacity, capacity and ability. So He has a capability to heal everybody anytime, any day. But for the fact that he has provided people and things to help you get better, I feel you should just take it. It's also part of faith. So if you have this illness already, you have to manage yourself by checking yourself regularly to know when you're at a higher risk, when it's already coming down. You have to take your medications and you may say it's expensive visiting the hospital every time. That's why you just save up the money and have that machine at home. So if there's any emergency, you can now call your doctor or go to the nearest health center. Then for us, uh, it has not shown its face and I pray it does not show its face, but we also have to be on a safe side by taking these precautions that the doctor has talked about because we're talking about 
we are talking about um the dangers of not taking precautions especially when you know that it's in the family like genetics you are obese some people don't like in that word that they just i'm just chubby ah check your bmi chubby is different from obesity if you are fat you are fat don't say i'm just chubby check it if it's higher than the prescribed level you have to work on yourself to bring it lower why we decide to talk on this is because it's a silent killer it's killing both the young the old even the child you just hear this person is there what happened ibp how come i've actually lost someone that's close to my mom in that manner and she was preparing for church on a sunday morning the next thing she's dead what happened we don't know she had her parts by herself she wore her clothes by herself she was even telling my mom about how the harvest will go and the next call my mom will receive on a monday morning is that she's dead like it took me on hours i have another neighbor somewhere here in school and i see her that kind of news and i was like what is really happening and i feel that that is the need for you to take listen to this and not just listen and feel like oh i've listened to a podcast no you take action thank you as i've come to the end of this session oh dr great it's really a pleasure having you in the house and next time we have something like this to talk about i bet i will dm you on that no thank problem you. man it was a pleasure being here actually oh, i really you. enjoyed it thank mm. you sir thank you it's wonderful having you here and thank you listeners for listening into my podcast oh i really owe you one because without you nobody will listen to this so thank you and you can tell your friends tell somebody to click and to listen and if you have any comments any message to drop you know you can hit the comment section you can drop your message and if you don't want to go through that stress you have my whatsapp my twitter you can just drop me a dm and share your point on it thank you see you next time